understanding if you want to take this serious and putting in the work to take it serious. Yep. And taking business classes. You know, I tell people you also have to learn the business aspect of it. It's not just easy as saying, oh, I'm going to do somebody's makeup. Like you have to literally file an LLC and you have to literally have a business bank account. You know, you have to have business credit. You have to, you know, make sure you file taxes. You know, you have to have legal documents in place, you know, like disclosures, you know, consent forms. It's a lot depending on what services because with esthetician, that covers everything, skincare. So you can do body waxing, you can do chemical pills, which can burn somebody's face. You can do eyebrows, you can wax somebody's eyebrows off like it encompasses so much and even with hair like you can literally make somebody's hair come out you know if you don't know what you're doing with color and chemicals and perms so you definitely it's the business aspect of it too that you have to research and realize that your business is set up correctly welcome to legacy builder the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. Hey there, it's Lori here. And before we continue, I want to talk about a product that can help you achieve your goals and aspirations, the Kindle app. Did you know that according to a recent survey, over 80% of millionaires read at least two books per month? That's right. Reading is a habit that many successful people swear by, and the Kindle app is the perfect tool to help you cultivate it. If you're a busy person who loves to read but can't always carry a physical book with you, the Kindle app is the perfect solution. With the app, you can read all of your favorite books on the smartphone or tablet, no matter where you are. It's easy to use and has the same features as the physical Kindle, including adjustable font size and style, a built-in dictionary, and x-ray. The Kindle app is also an excellent way to save money on books, as many of the titles available are at a lower price compared to the physical copies. Plus, with Amazon's massive selection of books and magazines and newspapers, you'll never run out of things to read. Now, if you're looking for a few book recommendations to get you started with, I highly recommend The 4-Hour Workweek by Timothy Ferris and We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. These are two amazing books that can help you achieve your financial and your personal goals. So if you want to expand your knowledge, achieve your goals, and cultivate a reading habit like many successful people, I highly recommend the Kindle app. And the best part is, you can download it for free today by clicking the link in the description below and supporting our podcast in the process. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. All right. We have a special guest in the guest chair. Her name is Miss Corey Morgan. Welcome to the show, Miss Corey. Thank you, and I appreciate you having me today. Yes, we appreciate you for gracing your presence with us here. We wanted to, of course, let you talk a little bit more about yourself and introduce yourself. Okay. Well, perfect. Again, my name is Corey Morgan. I am a licensed esthetician and a professional makeup artist. I've had my business Enhanced Beauty by Corey since 2013, and I also am a registered nurse, so I do both. Um, And right now, I'm on the clinical side of insurance as a nurse case manager. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. So when did you start your business? So honestly, I was finishing nursing school back in same thing in same year, 2013. And I've always loved makeup. And so I used to do it playing around in college. We, I was in a modeling troupe. So people would ask me to put some eyeshadow on them or, you know, do something fun. 
And so I realized everybody kept saying, you know, you should really look into this as something you do on the side. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. I was like, no, I'm like, I haven't really done it on a lot of other people as far as matching foundations. So I really wasn't confident in my skill. And then one day I said, you know what? I'm just going to try it. So I literally found somebody to do a quick logo. I put it up on my social media. And literally a week later, I had somebody inquire about a wedding. Nice. Now, look, for those who are listening or watching this, Corey and I go back. (laughs) A little ways, way back. But you said college, but I'm like, wait a minute. In high school, people were asking you to do do that I love makeup in high school, but I never was into doing it on other people until I got to college. Like I, I spent all my money in college. I mean, okay. in high school makeup, like Mac Cosmetics, they mm-hmm. got my paycheck every two weeks. <laughs> Dabbing into like playing around on other people, that kind of came in college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Nice. So you, you got somebody who said, Hey, can you do a logo for me? And then you booked, you know, your first wedding and then how to go from there? Like what happened oh, after that? honest with them. I was very honest. And I said, you know what, you would be my first client and it would be a wedding. So that's pretty huge for somebody to take that on as their first client. They were completely comfortable based on just the pictures that I uploaded on social media. And so what I did is I did a trial. They loved the trial that I did. I went and bought just a palette that came with like a multiple colors in one palette, mm-hmm. just because that was the most user-friendly plus affordable at the time because I was just starting up. I did the wedding. Everybody really loved their makeup. So literally me uploading the pictures from doing that first wedding and people not knowing that was really actually my first client. I booked like seven more weddings that same summer. Wow. So it started, it literally, it wasn't a a crawl before you walk for me. It was literally the minute that I made the decision to take it seriously and see where it can go. It took off for me that same summer. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I was going to say, with that, did it take off with, you know, referrals or was it people that you already knew? It was word of mouth. So it definitely okay. was people that I already knew and word of mouth. So a lot of people, like I said, they were already following me. So I think they distrusted my creativity and my art based on how I did my own face. And so it was easier for people to be like, oh, I have a birthday party or I have an event coming up or I have another wedding. You know, what are your prices? And so that's how it was basically word of mouth. Yeah. And people that I knew that followed me on social media at that time. Awesome. Awesome. So you got the business started. It started going well for you. Did you decide to go back and get your esthetician's license? I can't esthetician <laughs> license from there, or like what? What? What was your process? So that's exactly what happened. So it really grew for me. At that time, I was working in the hospital as a nurse, so I was bedside. I was working your typical full time, three days a week, twelve hour shifts. Mm-hmm. But my business grew to the point where I was able to supplement my income by going down to part time. And then I started doing only two days a week at the hospital. So that gave me more time to focus on my business because I was booked a lot of weddings. I probably on average booked about 30 weddings a year. And then in between that, I would do, like I said, just special events. So whether it was prom, you know, whether it was a Christmas party, Valentine's Day, I would do special occasion makeup applications as well. Mm -hmm. And then from there, which was nice, when I went to part-time, I then told myself, okay, Corey, you live in a state that honestly, you have to have a license to even do makeup artistry, which is not in every state. It's just happened. Indiana is one of the states that requires it. So then I knew if I wanted to take my business seriously and have people take me seriously as a professional, I would have to go back to the school. I tell people the funny thing about my story is that I'm actually a beauty school dropout. So in Mm. high school, 
I was doing cosmetology mm-hmm. and that was one of my health careers that I did. I did my full 1500 hours. And at the end of my 1500 hours, I decided I didn't want to do hair, but I didn't know that if I would have kept that license and just went ahead and took my state board, that that would have still covered me on the makeup end. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it kind of came off full circle. So I should have just did it then, would have got my license and I wouldn't have to go back to school, but I love skincare. So it kind of worked out for me to go back to get my license as an esthetician mm-hmm. because skincare, that's, that's my passion. Wow. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. So going from there, you said, okay, my business is growing. Did you want to go part-time in nursing? Was that your, you know, your goal when you started the business or were you just like, let me just try this and see if it works out. And then, you know, I have some to fall back on. That's a good question. I think originally I did want to just try to kind of see where things went. So I was like, okay, it doesn't hurt. Cause I can always pick hours back up on the nursing end. So that's one thing about nursing. It's a career that you can always fall back on. You can step away, come back. So I was willing to take that gamble at the time. And so the nice thing is I was able to keep that up for about a couple of years, two and a half years before I decided, you know, to move out of state, but it was really working well for me. I was, like I said, averaging about 30 weddings a year doing makeup. I was able to, you know, just space out my own time to on the weekends. If I wanted to work, I didn't have to. So I just love the flexibility of having your own business because you're not confined to certain hours every week. You kind of make your schedule as you go. So it really worked for me, especially having a child. I was able to maneuver and I actually did a a wedding, what, three weeks after I had my child. So I got right back in it after I had my son. I know. Oh, wow. I love doing makeup. So I couldn't even stay away even after having my child. I, I did a wedding three weeks later. Okay. I was going to say, now that you mentioned your son, I was going to ask the next question is like, how do you juggle it all? How did you figure out, find the time to, to, you know, take on the clients and then also run your business, also work. And then of course, you know, personal relationship as well. I tell people it's a balance that I'm still trying to figure out. Now it worked for me at the time because I had more help. I was living in Indianapolis. And again, that's where my business grew. So there I was able to leverage, you know, my twin sister, my mother, you know, so they would be able to watch my son on the weekends that's pretty much when I was busy on the weekends. That's when people were going out and have weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that pretty much worked very, very well for me for the longest. What I'm running to now, not to fast forward, but it just, it showed you how you have to pivot in your business. So like I said before, I was to, I was able to focus on hands-on applications, but with COVID, then I had to figure out, okay, well, how am I going to maintain my business? still do what I love, but also be able to manage the time because I'm in a different field now. Like before I was working two days a week at the hospital. Now I'm five days a week. I'm your traditional 8.30 to 4.30 schedule Monday through Friday. So I don't have that flexibility throughout the week to even put to my business, put a lot into my business. So I had to go the online route, which is working phenomenal for me right now. That's awesome. So you pivoted, I guess that's the keyword that a lot of people are using now. <laughs> now it's yeah. pivoted your business. How's that all working out as far as working virtually and how, how do you manage all that? So what I do is I always tell people you have to literally, it's almost like for me, my daily devotionals. Like I have a set time in the morning that I do my devotional and I have that quiet time with God. You have to treat your business the same way. You have to carve out time that you're going to say it's uninterrupted, no phones, you know, let your husband know or your child know, you know, this is my time that I'm actually focusing on my business. And during that time, I set for the week. So whether it's if I know I have a class coming up, that's where I really had to shift is no more hands-on. It was more, how can I reach women being in a situation where we have COVID and we want to be safe as possible? So that's when I started to branch off and do the online masterclass. That was a 
complete tick. I literally was just a thought. God gave me the vision. I prayed about it. I stepped away. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be honest. When I first moved to Texas, my focus was just getting acclimated to the new city. So I really kind of put makeup on the back burner. Some people knew, you know, a few friends I knew that lived here, they would still have me do their makeup for special occasions, but I really didn't market myself. I had to figure out, okay, what is my new normal? How am I going to implement my business in conjunction with my nine to five, you know, my Monday through Friday. And I prayed about it after about a year because I felt like something was missing. You know, when something is a passion of yours, you can step away, but it's always going to come back full circle. You'll come back to it because again, it's part of who you are. Right. And I realized I was missing something and I felt, I'm like, you know what? I think it's because I stepped away from makeup. I, I stepped away from teaching. I was hosting classes back in Indianapolis. So in addition to the bridal industry, which is my bread and butter, but then I also branched out and was doing in-person classes. So I was doing work it would be a group of 10 women and they would actually do hands-on applications, applying their makeup on themselves and they're watching me do it on a model. Then they would leave with the kit. They would leave with, you know, a set of brushes. We would have raffles. It was amazing. And then I did big classes. There were about 30 to 40 people. And that was just them watching me do the model and taking notes. And so they can ask questions. So I had two different style of classes that were hosting at the time. So I had to figure out, okay, I can't do that either because again, safety with COVID, what can I do? And so God whispered in my ear one day, he said, you know what? You need to get on this online kick. Like you need to transition your business to online, offer classes so that you can reach an insurmountable amount of people. Like there's no limit to who you can reach. Um, And so I got that vision and I stepped out on faith and I said, okay, what is my first class going to be? So my first one was Flawless Foundation. A lot of people always comment like, oh my gosh, your foundation looks so nice. Yes. It doesn't look cakey. So I'm like, I think that's the area to kind of start with because most people, you know, eyes are difficult, but that's the easiest to learn to me is foundation. Once you get the foundation, then you can add everything else. It's just a bonus. And so that sold out. Literally, I had to come with the second date. So the first date sold out. And then everybody was like, oh, please open up another date. So then I opened up the second date and that date sold out. So that was God's confirmation. Like, you know, you listened to me, you were obedient. And now, you know, you're about to, you know, reap the rewards of it. So it's been phenomenal. And it'll be, like I said, a year in March of when I started doing the classes. That's amazing. So you pivoted and now it's doing great. So were you able to add on like new layers to your business as well, in addition to, you know, the, the virtual classes? Yes. What I'm trying to do, and I'm trying to figure out the next layer after this. So like I said, it went to master classes and I feel like I've honed down that skill as far as hosting, Zoom, you know, giving everybody what they want. Usually what comes in my master classes is you'll get a full shopping list as far as what you have to have for the class to be prepared. The nice thing with me is I give options for every budget, right? So I know I may use higher end products, but you know, that may not be feasible for another person. So what I do is I give, you know, lower, more affordable products, and then I give higher end depending on, you know, the customer that or the client that's in my class. So I do that. And then also, like I said, we walk through the, the steps together through Zoom. They get the recording after. So that's a piece that I had to, you know, kind of tweak their video. So they'll get the recording afterwards so they can literally have it forever to replay and to walk back again as they're practicing their new skills that they're developing. And then from there, I do fun stuff. Like every blue moon, I may do a raffle. So like the last class I had, you know, if you purchased a ticket, you got put in a raffle. And then I gave out one of my beauty bags, which is basically a hundred dollars worth of my favorite beauty products. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that's, that's one way I'm trying to pivot. And then now the next stage is, okay, do I want to maybe do a program where you can actually have a membership? You know, that's kind of the next level thinking of the direction that I'm going in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. I, that's again, like you said, listening to God. Oof. 
<laughs> it's so important because it's like we're like you know i don't see the big picture lord yeah. i just know i need some coins in the bank because the bills are popping yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, but you gotta trust him with it you gotta mm-hmm. trust him with it yeah yes that's awesome so let me let me kind of take a step back and ask you a question um so when you were in Indy and you when you everything you know was big you know out there and and you were booking all these classes did you have any like famous people or any like particular stars and even anything that you got to work with or were introduced well, you know, to? India is such a small city, but we do have people come in for special events like Indiana Black Expo and Classic. So I did have from Real House, or no, she was the hip hop of Atlanta, Mimi Foss. Like she came in town. I did her makeup. Tammy also from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Waka Flocka's wife. I did her makeup. I did Mama D's makeup, you know. So every time somebody would come in town, a lot of times they would tag me because of course they're looking for a makeup artist if they didn't travel with one. So that was nice that I usually was at the top of people's mind. And so those opportunities presented itself. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's awesome. That's because also going into segueing into networking. So is that, you know, one of the ways that you were able to, of course, build that and, and get those people, you know, into your chairs? You know what? Networking is something I actually have to do better at. I tell people I've been so comfortable with word of mouth because that's exactly how referrals is exactly how my business grew. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I do social media, but I'm not consistent. I'll be honest. That's still an area that I have for my goal for 2021 is to be more consistent with my content and uploading. So for me, it literally has just been referrals and word of mouth. I, it hasn't been social media. Like I haven't gotten into the paid advertisements and stuff that you can do to make yourself more visible. Wow. So, but you can, you had the base to, you know, provide good service. So that way you were able to, to get the word of mouth out and to get those clients come back to your chair. So exactly. And I'm big on making it an experience for my, for my clients. So for me, when you make an experience for your clients, you know, that, that they're going to, without even me asking, they're going to post about their experience. They're going to say, oh my gosh, I got my makeup done. They're going to post how it looks. They're going to give a review if you already create that experience for them. So I think that helped because they're actually posting it to their social media. They're tagging me. And so people are like, oh, well, who is this makeup artist? And she tagged her. Her face looks gorgeous. Let me see, you know, if she could do my face for my next event that I have coming up. So that's what really helped is a lot of my clients, because some are stingy, you know, some don't mm-hmm. want to know who does, who, who does their makeup. You know, they're like, I want to keep you to myself, mm-hmm. you know, my personal makeup artist. You know, I've, I've had some clients that way, but a lot of clients, like I said, they're willing to share and they're willing to post about my work. And so that, that really helps as far as the networking and get my name out there. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So aside from social media, what are some of the other, you know, tools and of course, word of mouth, what are some of the other tools that you use in your business to help it, you know, stay afloat? You know what, every chance that I get, like if, like, for example, when I moved to Dallas, you know, I went to some meetups, an app called Meetup where you can find different groups, different groups on social groups on Facebook. So if we go to a brunch, you know, and of course that's an opportunity when people ask like, well, what do you do? You know, I don't just speak about nursing because I'm in a new city. I want to get my ground, you know, the, my feet wet and my feet, you know, hitting the ground. So I always take opportunities like that if I'm just at church or like I said, if I'm at a brunch or an event to speak about what I do. And then I, I'm always a walking billboard. So I tell people like, mm-hmm. anytime. I go somewhere and my face is gonna be dusted like yeah. my face like to me it's like a simple look but mm-hmm. you know a lot of people like this soft makeup they don't like yes. it like a cakey and that's what my specialty is like natural makeup but I give you that wow factor because it's still going to stand out 
but it's not going to be very cakey where you look like, you know, you're in a casket. So I think that helps too. Because a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, your makeup looks so nice. You know, when I go in studies and so again, that's a segue to say, okay, well, I am a, you know, a professional makeup artist, you know, having my cards ready. So those are other things that I do in addition to just a normal, you know, referrals or word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's great. Now I, I do want to ask you about, cause I did notice that you had a YouTube channel as well. So yeah. is that, is that something that you decide to start to help, you know, as an outlet or to help, you know, bring more attention to, to your craft? Originally when I started it, it was to drive more traffic and to make my visibility, you know, expand my visibility. I noticed that I have to kind of figure out which way that I want to go with that. Cause with, with the new changes that YouTube has made, it's kind of hard to monetize. Like you really have to have, you know, a certain amount of subscribers and views. They made it a little bit more challenging and more tight knit. So I got to figure out what's the best route for me, especially with everything still growing, like TikTok, everybody's getting into that. Of course, Instagram is popular. So I want to figure out, okay, well, what do I want to do with this YouTube channel? I love teaching. So I, I list my, my videos with my master classes. They're unlisted though. So only people that have access to them are the people that actually went to the actual class and paid for it. Okay. So that's the link that they'll always have access to, but I got to figure out a way to kind of get back in the swing of things, but I love doing it. It does take a lot of time with the editing. You know, once you do your video to condense it, because again, if you don't have a certain amount of subscribers, then you actually can only do, I think a 15 minute video or less can't go beyond that. So it's kind of hard when you're doing a full makeup application, because that could take you anywhere between like 30 to 45 minutes. You have to condense all that. So that's a little bit of challenges. So I stepped away from it, but I I plan on getting back to it this year. That's one of my goals. Mm -hmm. So still trying to figure out which direction you want to go if you want to do more personal or more. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a bit of both. You know, honestly, I I think your brand, the person, you know, clients have to know who the person is behind the brand. Can build and identify and have a relationship or rapport, then they're going to support you just for you being you, not necessarily your feel, but even just you being a person that has a good heart or a person that they can relate to because you're a mother, you're a nurse, you know, you're a sister, you know, a wife, what, uh, whatever title, you know, God has blessed you with. If you're relatable and like I said, easy to kind of, you know, follow or, you know, you trust, you know, again, a lot of people are always asking me like, what do you use for your makeup? What do you use for skincare? So I think I want to do a mixture of both. I want to tap more into the personal side on my YouTube channel, just so they can know me as Corey, the artist, as Corey, the nurse, as Corey, the wife. As Corey the sisters, Corey the friends. So yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I, I like the fact that you said the people want to get to know who you are and as far as your brand. And like we said before the call, like 2020 has shown people that like, look, we're real. We're all real, and especially with moms and women who are trying to build businesses. And bit, like, I've been in the social space where I've actually worked from home for a very long time before it was popular to, you know, be on mm. Zoom calls and have kids okay. in, the, in the background. And I used to get embarrassed because my kids were small at that time. So they didn't know mommy's in the meeting, you got to be quiet. And so sometimes clients would look at me like I was crazy or people would look at me like I was crazy and didn't want to work with me because they figured I could, I didn't, I couldn't get it together because I had kids. Right. And so now it's like, no, we can, that's, it's right. It's the new norm. It's like, yes, we can. You may hear kids, you know, yelling in the background or laughing in the background, you know, as long as nobody is screaming at the top of their lungs and they're not hurt, it's fine. (laughs) So let's just roll with it. Let's just, you know, that is so true. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's so definitely has a part of shift. And I tell people, you just have to be open to it. Like, it's funny when I do my master classes, it's time that he needs me, you know, but they're laughing. They all know his name. Cause of course, you know, I upload him on 
social media. So that's, again, somebody being able to identify with, okay, that's the mom. Let her take care of her child. So I may have to step away. It doesn't happen often, but it's happened maybe once or twice where I have to step away. And then sometimes she'll just want to, you know, come in and wave. And they're like, hi, Carter, you know. Give him the attention that he's seeking, and then he's okay, and he goes back to doing what he's doing. So, like I said, it's just a part of the new norm now. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. So, like, what I guess if somebody wants to get into, you know, um, the makeup industry and the skincare industry, like, what is some advice that you would give them for, you know, just getting started? I would definitely say the first thing is to do your research because I tell people you can again. The license with cosmetology and esthetician covers makeup, okay? So you really got to ask yourself, is it just the makeup piece that you're interested in? Or do you like hair and makeup? Because there are a lot of artists out here that do both. They're actually more marketable because a lot of people want to hire somebody that's a one-stop shop. So they want to hire somebody that can not only do your makeup, but also can do your hair. You know, Mm. that's paying one person. You don't have to worry about dealing with too many people. So I I would say first research and see, you know, where your passion is. And then that will let you know whether you should go on the cosmetology side or if you go on the esthetician side. And then once you figure out that that's what you want to do, I always tell people definitely get your license. Like you can practice all you want. You can watch YouTube all you want. But the thing is you need that hands-on guidance, right? So even in school, estheticians, they're going to focus more on the skincare. They're not going to do, they're going to have maybe one chapter on makeup. So I tell people, I didn't learn anything when I, and the funny thing is I tell people, they asked me to teach a class when I went to esthetician school because they knew that their makeup section was so just small and condensed and quick. I think we covered it in a week. So, but a lot of people there were for makeup, but they're not going to go in that in depth. So you got to really find somebody that you can kind of either be their mentee or somebody that you can pay. You know, I tell people you have to invest in yourself. So you may have to pay. I've sat under a couple of celebrity makeup artists and I've learned from them. So for example, like Rennie Vasquez, I took one of his one-on-one courses where I flew into New Jersey and he had a model there. I was there and I had to pay him for it, but it was a four hours that was well worth my time. We had a model. He showed me his technique on how to apply makeup. We even did a photo shoot at the end and he sent me those photos that I could use for my portfolio. And then Molly Magic, she's on Instagram as well. She's phenomenal. Uh, brand partnerships. And so she's another one that I, I went to Chicago with. And then we did our one-on-one and we had a model. She walked me through her technique. So you have to invest in yourself if you're going to take this craft very seriously. You can't just off for watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point that you, again, you invested in yourself, but not only that, you got mentors who were already in the game. And a lot of people who, you know, or women who want to start, were like, oh, I can do this. I got this YouTube university. Let's go. But having that mentorship and having someone that's been in the game for a minute before all this came about, before social media to guide you, that's really important. And not only that, I tell people it, to me, it speaks to how serious you are. If you're going to go off of YouTube where everybody can watch YouTube, you know, but you're dealing with women's faces. So there's allergic reactions that can happen. If, if you use certain products, you have to be able to ask the right questions. So you know, which products to stay away from, which products you can use. And then there literally are some people that specifically will say, I don't want a drugstore product on my face. There's higher end clients that if they're paying you a certain amount of dollars, they're expecting you high end quality makeup. So you have to even know your client. You got to know, can I use a Maybelline that's from, you know, that's over the counter in the drugstore? Or do I need to use Estee Lauder or NARS or Lancome? You know, something that you get from the 
department store. There's so much into it. And then there's hyperpigmentation, there's eczema, you know, rosacea, there's psoriasis. There's so many skin issues that you have to be able to know how to cover, how to camouflage, you know, so it looks flawless. So it's so much that it's not just where I can watch YouTube because it's not a one size fit all. Makeup literally is customizable. Every person that sits in your chair, you're going to customize that look for them. Wow. Yeah, that is important because again, you see with this pandemic and everything that's going on, you see a lot more body care businesses that are popping up <laughs> on, the, on the gram. And a lot of times I was actually listening to something on Clubhouse the other day and the girl was like, she was a hairdresser and she also teaches at a school. And she said, you know, you, you're starting these businesses and you're wanting to start this business, but do you have your license? And the girl was like, oh no, I don't have my license, but you know, it's something that me and my sister tried on myself and it worked. And she was like, okay, like you said, with the craft, if you're trying to take this serious, I always suggest that you get your license because they're going to teach you things, you know, medically and on a, a state level board, you know, certification type level that you need to know in order to be able to, you know, make your business thrive. Because what if somebody, you know, breaks out from your from your items that they tried, they could, you know, come back and bite you in the butt. So I do. Yeah, that's that's really important. Like you said, understanding if you want to take this serious and putting in the work to take it serious. Yep. And taking business classes. You know, I tell people you also have to learn the business aspect of it. It's not just easy as saying, oh, I'm going to do somebody's makeup. Like you have to literally file an LLC and you have to literally have a business bank account. You know, you have to have business credit. You have to, you know, make sure you file taxes. You know, you have to have legal documents in place, you know, like disclosures, you know, consent forms. It's a lot depending on what services because with esthetician that covers everything, skincare. So you can do body waxing, you can do chemical pills, which can burn somebody's face. You can do eyebrows. You can wax somebody's eyebrows off. Like it encompasses so much. And even with hair, like you can literally make somebody's hair come out, you know, if you don't know what you're doing with color and chemicals and perms. So you definitely, it's the business aspect of it too, that you have to research and realize that your business is set up correctly. Yeah. That, that's all, all good gems, all good gems. <laughs> Cause again, people are just, you know, seeing the, oh, the, this person started this and they got a Shopify and set their stuff up. I'm gonna do the same thing. And then once you get into it, it's like, okay, this is, this is going to be a journey. Like you really need to have your foundation. Like you, you putting on your foundation on your face. You need to have your business foundation set. That is is absolutely true. Absolutely. Wow. That's, that's awesome. So what other kind of products or services do you offer or may, will you be possibly offering in the future? I know you talked about, of course, the classes and then going from there. So what are some of the other things that you're thinking about doing? So what I'm thinking about doing next, I did have my own product line that lasted for a couple of years. It was called Eye Candy by Corey. Oh yes, Um, I remember that one. Yeah, I I love, I still use some of my products. I didn't feel like I I connected with it as well as I thought I would. I thought that products was the route to go, but really it's skincare. Like the skincare literally is something I'm truly passionate about. I love talking about. So for me, I did let go. I let that business dissolve. And so now I've just been praying kind of like, what's the next steps for me? So again, my next step for one is looking into maybe doing a membership program for my classes. A lot of women are really enjoying them and they want me to continue to do it like on a regular basis. And it gives access to, like I said, the video content. But then also, I also want to look into maybe something in skincare. So I'm not sure you know, if I want to start my own skincare line, I've thought about that. You know, I've put a lot of thought and effort into it. So I'm really just trying to figure out what I want to do, but I know it's going to be skincare related, whatever I do next. So that's truly my passion. I was going to ask, does, you know, of course, having your nursing degree, does that also help 
and, you know, your esthetician license, does that help with tying into kind of rolling into the next steps that you have planned or are, you know, praying about? I would say on the nursing end, I just know a lot about skin conditions. Like I said, so that helps me be well-versed as far as like if somebody sits in my chair, like I said, it has like eczema or, you know, psoriasis or lupus or something that will affect the skin. You know, I know what I have to do to camouflage and conceal it. I also can give advice based on, and I, I tell people, it's almost like sitting in the chair with your hairdresser, right? So we share a lot of personal business. So it's the same thing with makeup. You know, somebody sits in my chair and I know it's a, a skin condition or a medical condition that I can basically spot on based on either how your skin looks. Then that's my way to kind of minister to you on the nursing side as far as like, you know, have you tried this? You know, have you looked into this specialty doctor to try to, you know, do certain blood work to rule out what it could be? So that's the way I kind of tie in both. I'm very big and keen on detail. So I pay attention to everybody's features or skin what they have going on. But I would say it just makes me well versed as far as the skin conditions that I see sitting in my chair because mm-hmm. of my nursing background. Wow, that's that's awesome. How you could, it, again, being well versed and inspiring that because a lot of women, of course, we're so busy and, and got a lot going on. A lot of times we don't even know what's going on with our own bodies. And yeah. then having, you know, someone that, has that background that can actually see like, you know, boo, like, um, I don't know if you want to, you know, know this, but I can tell blah, 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 blah about, you know, and then yeah. help them help them from there. So that's, that's good. Yeah. Cause you would be surprised how many women sit in your chair as a makeup artist for myself, I can only speak, but mm-hmm. that don't really have a skincare regimen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they don't have a skincare <laughs> regimen. They may just use regular soap like Dove, yes. wash your face, mm-hmm. uh, which is a body soap. Hide my face. <laughs> I take that time to say, you know, you really, you know, should, if, especially if they complain about, well, my skin or my makeup doesn't look as flawless or it doesn't look as smooth. Well, it's because the base is the base of your face, which is your skin, is not well kept, it's not taken care of. So the reason it's going to be rough is because guess what? You haven't exfoliated. You know, you haven't taken off the dead skin cells that's been just building up, you know? So that's my time to teach too, as far as ways to get their desired look that they want for their application, which has nothing to do with the artist. It has to do with, your skin underneath. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. So going back to the products that you possibly may be looking at or the products that you did like have, like what was that process like trying to find the products and, and trying to find the vendors and things like that to help you start with that part of the business? Uh, it's very time consuming because it's a lot of ordering as far as samples. So anything that you put your name on, you want to make sure it's high quality, right? So for me, I was I was adamant about not having a vendor that was out of the States. You know, I wanted somewhere that I could fly it's domestic so I could get there, lay my eyes on the warehouse, make sure it's sanitary, it's clean. So it took a lot of time to figure that piece out because a lot of people go overseas because it's cheaper. You know, it's financially more feasible. But for me, it wasn't about the financial piece. It was just more of giving quality products to my clients. So for me, it took a lot of having to order samples, test them out and to see, okay, which one can could pretty much, you know, allow me to have the creative side as far as even just the packaging, the logo, but then also produce quality products. Like I'm looking into the smell, I'm looking at the ingredients that's in, you know, the lip product. I would say that process took about six months to kind of figure out and then hone in on one company. But then from there, it's really nice. Once they get everything like your logo and your design, you guys kind of come up with an idea. They pretty much from there, you know, you just have to pick out what it is that you want. It's actually more expensive if you go on the right on the route of being more customary. So that means like, so you may tell them like, I want it to smell like vanilla or I want it to smell like peppermint. That's adding in addition to what they already have in stock and already have ready to go made. So that does cost some more money if you want to customize it to your own like, just to make it different, to make it stand out in the market. Yeah. (laughs) 
I was going to ask you, would you go that route again if you decide to, you know, move forward with it? Or would you go into maybe like making some of the things on your own? It's like you, some people and, and a lot of businesses that are popping up, people are, you know, doing their own, you know, their whip butter and they, they got the yeah. products and they're ordering it in their kitchen, cooking it up. Like, is that a route that you would possibly think about going into or recommend? It's so funny you ask that. So honestly, that's kind of what I've been doing. The last few months, I've been mm-hmm. playing around with different concoctions. You know, I haven't really honed in like what I want to release first. Like what is the one product that I want to have attached to my name? It's in the works, but yes, it definitely would be more of the homemade, um, handmade items. Mm-hmm. But then again, I also recently learned too, that you can actually go to a chemist Mm. And, and they can actually still come up with a custom formulation. But then you, if you want to take the middleman out, which is because I'm also, like I said, a mother, I'm right. a nurse, I'm balancing my makeup business with the classes. Mm-hmm. You can also pay for a company, which is again, a lot more expensive, but you can pay for a company to basically, you give them the custom formulation from a chemist mm-hmm. and you pay the company to make it for you. And then they dispatch it and they can send it to you. So that is one way to do it, but it's a lot more expensive doing it that way. Yeah. So I'm trying to battle, like, do I have time to do the handmade myself? Right. And about that time, or do I want to pay the extra to just have a chemist come up with a formulation and then send it to a company that can actually produce it for me? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is a lot. That's a lot. And especially again, with your hands full with everything else. Mm-hmm. So sometimes just that peace of mind and, and paying someone to go ahead and yeah. <laughs> set it up. And what hours would I have? I'm, I'm thinking now, like what time would I be able to designate literally every week? Because orders can come in every day you got yes. people order so I'm just like honestly it just doesn't seem feasible right now to, unless I was able to like literally just stop working and focus on my business but that's not mm-hmm. where we're at financially so I'm right. like oh, we have to do it that way but in the meantime I think that probably the best route is going through a, a chemist and then having a company that can produce it for me yes okay awesome that sounds good that sounds really good so I guess the kind of wrap things up a little bit so what are some of the next steps that you have you know going on I know you have a couple of master classes that you have coming up and uh, I will actually take a school sale tomorrow okay so you mentioned that so my next one is bare and beautiful so it is mm-hmm. on skincare mm-hmm. I've had um, several topics like I said flawless foundation I've done beautiful brows I've done flawless and poor which that's a quick if we're on a go moms or busy boss women. It's a quick 10 minute application to get you in and out the door, but you still look flawless. I've done the day to night eyeshadow plus eyelash application. So it teaches you how to do your eye makeup. So I've done several, but now everybody's like, let's get the skincare one. Like, you know, we love your skin. You upload all these photos with no makeup on. Like I want my skin to look just like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing what I use in addition to other products that again, will fit depending on what type of skin type you have. Cause of course there's dry, there's combination, there's oily. So yeah, so I'm excited. Those tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And the class will actually be held on Sunday, January the 31st. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. It's good how you mentioned that your customers are reaching out and saying, this is what I want. So I was going to also ask, like, how do you come up with the, the types of classes that, you know, that you are offering? Yeah. So what I decided to do is I have a private Facebook group mm-hmm. um, for two reasons, because I'm very big about the people that stay loyal to me. Again, these are people that have been with me from when I was in Indianapolis and then mm-hmm. they're still with me even though I've transitioned to a completely different state and city. Mm-hmm. So I made a private Facebook group. It has over 200 women in there that have either been my client before in the past, or they, again, are, are currently in my masterclass. And so I always put in tolls in that group. Mm-hmm. And then or I'll give, it helps to kind of give two choices. And then I give a poll, like, which one do you want next? So I recently, a couple of weeks ago, I said, okay, would you guys want a bare and beautiful based on skincare, like the basis of skincare and having a skincare regimen? Or would you want one like, 
like a glam, you know, makeup look for Valentine's Day since we got that coming up, right? Yeah. And everybody, I think I pr- probably like 95% of everybody voted for Bare and Beautiful. So that makes it easy mm-hmm. for me when I put polls in and I say, okay, what should I do next? And then everybody responds and say, well, this is the class I want next. So I love having a private Facebook group. Another incentive is if you're in the private Facebook group and it's called Enhanced Beauty Believers, mm-hmm. that I send the link to my classes first in that class for 10 minutes before I post it on my normal social media page, right? Okay. So they get the first access, purchase a ticket because they've been so loyal and because they're a client of mine. That's mm-hmm. my way of saying thank you because my classes sell out. So mm-hmm. it's actually an incentive to be in this private Facebook group because you're going to get the link first and then after that whatever tickets are left then I actually posted 10 minutes later to like I said my social media channels yeah okay so it's more like a VIP yeah (laughs) like club or you know group I love it they're very engaging so they post like you know Mac is having to sell 50% off their products you know people are posting in there like hey ladies Mm -hmm. just want to let you know or Urban Decay you know so we put that stuff in there too or we find a new product that we really love you know people are posting and like oh I found this sunscreen that works it's really engaging which I really love too as well that's awesome. That's awesome. So like, what are some of maybe like your five top five favorite brands, I would say to you? Hmm, good question. I would definitely say my top five. I've always loved Mac. Mm-hmm. So Mac is still at the heart of me because I love their lip liner pencils. I love their lipstick and I love their color corrector. Anybody that knows me though, I swear by color corrector <laughs> that for anybody that has dark under eyes or blemishes, mm-hmm. like it's the holy grail to get that flawless look. So I would say MAC Cosmetics. I would also say NARS. I really love NARS. Mm. Um, they have really great blushes, foundations. I'm not big on their eyeshadows, but I really love their concealer foundations and their blushes. Mm-hmm. I love also Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown is really known for the skin-like finish. They have a skin foundation. Actually, I have that on now, uh, Bobby Brown, but I love how her, her makeup is very soft and subtle. So it's mm-hmm. not very heavy or cakey or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I would also say a couple more. I loved Armani. Now, I used to wear Armani, but prices got a little bit too yeah. high. Yeah. I, I didn't even know Armani had a skincare and makeup oh, line. Yes. Armani has a beautiful, beautiful luminous foundation. It's absolutely uh-huh. gorgeous. But the problem is for me, my skin complexion, I'm right between two shades, right? Mm-hmm. So I have to buy two bottles. The bottles are $62 a piece. Oof. So that's a lot of money to have to buy every time it's time mm-hmm. for you to get your makeup. And so eventually I said, okay, that's for special occasions. And then I just stopped buying it all together. But I love Armani. Uh, you can never go wrong with them. And then I used to love Chanel. Chanel used to also have a foundation that I love, but the one that I love, they discontinued it. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I would say those are like my top five. Your top brands. five. So have you have you tried any of the you know like the recent beauty brands you know Fenty or I know I think J Lo just came out with was it I forgot the name of hers but. <laughs> I didn't put Fenty as a top, but I probably should have because like I said, Chanel took away the, the one foundation that I love. So I would probably put Fenty up there in my top five mm-hmm. because they have a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous loose setting powder. So mm. when you set under your eyes, you mm-hmm. set your face, absolutely gorgeous. It doesn't leave that white cast. You know, when you take pictures, you know, yeah. put their eyes. Yes. It, it blends beautifully in the skin. Of course, it's supporting Rihanna, so that's mm-hmm. important. Um, <laughs> but that would probably say with her products, it would be that loose powder that I love the most out of mm-hmm. her products. Yeah. Wow. She has a okay. powder that's really nice. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I know when I originally wanted to try her stuff, it was, of course, completely sold out everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I was like, I don't know actually tried it but that's a that's a good tip i'm gonna have to try that one 
Yeah, trying the powder. Like I said, I've tried the foundation. I wasn't a huge, huge fan. It's a little on the watery side, so it's really runny, which it does, you know, some people doesn't bother, but but yeah, I, but I love her powders. Her powders are absolutely amazing. Awesome. Keep that, keep that written down. Keep that note for later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where can our listeners reach out to you or, you know, contact you if they want to jump in on, you know, any of your classes, which by the way, I had taken her, two of her classes. I actually had the replay of one. And then the yes, other one, uh-huh. I, yeah, I did the eyebrow, which, you know, I'm not doing any yeah. justice right now. I do apologize. <laughs> I didn't have time, you know, moms, but, <laughs> but her, her master classes are amazing. And I am one of the ones that actually have tagged people and supported because again, I love the, the fact that you do, you know, you take the time and you actually sit and look at every single person who was in the class and make sure that, you know, they are actually applying it and doing it, you know, just a natural way. And yeah. so I really, really, really love that about your class. So but yeah. that's the first one thing people say. It's like, you don't feel like you're just a number. In my, and I don't. I try to make everybody feel special. Like you said, I take the time and I stop and go through every person's face to make mm-hmm. sure if I have to make some corrections as far as your application or give you any tips to even fix it. I tell people, you're going to mess up. Like if you're not used to makeup, okay, you may go too heavy. But guess what? I know exactly how to fix it. I know how to tone it down. I know how to take away. So that's a good thing that you can't get with a YouTube video. YouTube video, you're just watching them, but literally I'm able to give you live feedback and then you're able to replay it, you know, afterwards to continue to use it as a resource as you practice your new skills. So I love that piece about it too. And and then I'm I'm big on self-care with women. I feel like we hold Mm. so many titles. Yes. Um, and we can be stretched in so many different directions. So a lot of times we don't take the time out for ourselves to just love on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make up, make us feel beautiful and pretty and valued. And, and makeup does that. Like I tell people, when you put on makeup, it literally can make you turn into a completely different person, a confidence level. Yes. You know, yes. it makes you, really you want to put on something nice, you mm-hmm. know, be seen. So it does so much for you and we need to take more time to do that. So that's why I'm trying to get these classes to get bigger and bigger because I'm really big on women empowerment and stuff. So- yes, definitely. I know after that class, I was ready to go somewhere, but we couldn't go nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was like, my kids are like, where are you going, mommy? I'm like... Upstairs, like, <laughs> but, I, but I wish I could go somewhere. But I'm gonna right. yeah, you want to. Sh- it makes you want to show off your work. It makes you want to be seen, and I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Yes, that's awesome. So where where can they, of course, reach out to you or possibly sign up for one of your classes? Perfect. Yeah. So two things they can do all my social media platforms. So I have an Instagram page. It's under Enhanced Beauty by Corey, and Corey is K O R I. So that's all one word. You can also find me on Facebook now. I have a Facebook page again, which is Enhanced Beauty by Corey. That's my business. But then I also have a private Facebook group. So if you ask to join that, that'll be perfect as well. It's called Enhanced Beauty Believers. And then again, you'll get first dibs on every class that I release, every master class. And then also just email. I'm very old school too. So some people, especially my older clientele, they just may want to send me an email to try to get an appointment. So that's just info at enhancedbeautybycorey.com. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So y'all make sure to check her out and also check out her page and show her some love. And if you have any questions, reach out via email or, yeah. <laughs> or, or the, social media. Social media. media. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for gracing us with your presence here and yeah, dropping all the gems. Yes. It's been too long that we haven't been able to catch up with 
everything that's been <laughs> going on. So yes, yes. I'm so, so glad that you agreed to jump on this with me. So again, thank you for listening. And if you check her out um, on Instagram and all her social media, and also check us out on Instagram and social media as well. If you have any questions, concerns, likes, comments, and just want to chit chat. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe from whichever platform you are streaming this from. And please also check out the website at www.legacy.co. That is www.legacy.co.